Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Hey, welcome to Behind the Gates. Uh, great to have you with us uh, for this next half an hour or so. And uh, we're going to uh, give you a chance to uh, flick us a few texts in. Uh, Darren Flindell standing by. So is Chantal Buckley. Andrew Hurley, I'm tipping, uh, is in the studio. I don't know. We're all in different locations today. Some of it, sometimes three of us can be together. Otherwise, we are spread all around the place, and that's the case today. But that doesn't mean we can't uh, break down this Newcastle meeting today. It's Hunter Day. It is a beautiful day in Newcastle. He's calling all the action today. He'll be trackside soon. Darren Flindell, good morning to you, Darren. Yes, good morning, Richard. Uh, really looking forward to the day's racing uh, here at uh, Newcastle. The The Hunter Field's a solid uh, lineup. I think there's only a handful of chances really to, to focus on. And I think there's a couple of value bets on the program as well, which we'll discuss in due course. We will. It's a great day for it. Chantel Buckley will be uh, in the yard and all around the place for Sky Thoroughbred Central today. It's great to have her for, I think, around half an hour. Chantel, very good morning to you on Hunter Day. Yeah, good morning, Rich, and good morning to everyone. What a beautiful day up here. It's absolutely glorious. I don't think they could have asked the weather gods for a better day. So it's, uh, it's picture perfect. The sun is shining. I'm sure there'll be a huge crowd out there, and it is a really good day of racing on a good track. So what more could we ask for? No, 100%. We'll re- reveal these behind-the-gates horses in a little while, but for all the, the markets and where the money's been going, a very good morning to Andrew Hurley. G'day, Hurls. Yeah, top of the morning to you, Richard, Darren and Chantel. Well, beautiful day up there in Newcastle. It's an absolute cracker here on the northern beaches as well. Even very warm for this time of the morning. So, uh, yeah, can't wait for today. It's a good meeting. You're not wrong. Okay. Um, so questions coming through here thick and fast. I will just give you the text number again. If you, you want to get involved, here is your chance. 0419-767-272. That's 0419-767-272. Join the conversation. Hurls, I might grab a market from you for the first race if we can. The, the Max Lee's Classic uh, gets things away here at Newcastle. What When we did the preview, what, a couple of hours ago now... I think it was Cylinder that Munn said that they had come from. Where are we at market-wise with Cylinder, and what are you seeing? Yeah, when Munn's uh, first did the update this morning, it was 4.20 into 3.30 at one stage, but it's now back out to 3.60, but it's still the favourite. Uh, we've got $5 to 5.50 wild bow, line of laws 5.50, and has not budged, not only today, but since the market opened, so it's always a good sign. Uh, away from that, no real spec for anything at a longer price, but Cylinder, yeah, it'll, it'll go off favourite, no two ways about it. Okay, text here from Steve from Mudgee, and a question for, uh, Steve poses is, um, he says, the Godolphin horses here, I'm, uh, I'm torn between Cylinder and Fagana. Can, can anyone give us a, a lead either way? Chantel, ladies first, uh, Cylinder and Fagana. You know from Godolphin they're pretty well schooled. The favourite draws wide and Fagana down on the inside. Well, Fagana's extremely well-bred, a brother to a Stern and a Lise, so he's got a little bit of height to live up to, I guess. But, look, there's been nothing wrong with his trials. His first trial was at Ramwick, and he was he was urged along. He came off the bridle quick, but I love the improvement that he made when he tried against Cylinder, actually. That was at Wang. Look, albeit it was a very slowly run trial, so a very slowly run time, but it was just the manner in which the pair of them did it in. They both looked good to the line. 
They weren't asked to do a lot. Um, for Ghana, as I said, very well bred. And then you've got Cylinder, who he's out of a mare who won. Uh, she went up to she went up for four, over fourteen and a mile. So look, whether or not nine hundred will be a bit too slick for him, we'll wait and see. But the money's coming for Cylinder, um, whereas I think for Ghana looks probably a nicer horse. So um, both really nice horses. Both look very well educated, as you'd expect there. So. Sagana's going to get the better run. Where does Cylinder get to? Um, he showed a little bit more speed in his second trial, whereas his first trial he, was, he got back there and um, he was urged along. So I guess it depends on how he jumps. But if I was leaning towards one of them, it'd probably be Sagana being the fact that he's better bred and he's got a better date. Okay. Yeah, I've gone with Fagana as well though, for the fact that he's drawn the fence. I think that's going to be a big plus. I know the, the 900 metre starts, it's only basically that one run and then uh, turn right on the home corner. So drawing wide is probably not a big deal. But personally, I don't like first starters uh, drawing the outside barrier. And I think he's getting a little bit too short now, Cylinder. And I just thought Fagana travelled alongside Cylinder quite nicely in that latest Wyong trial and happy to go with him with the booking there of Nash. I think while Bo has done enough uh, in his trials that he'll certainly show plenty of speed. And when he was run down by the stablemate Disneck in a round-week trial, they got along a fair bit. They ran the last uh, 600 metres there in 33 and a half. So I thought for Garner over Wild Bow, they were my top two picks in the first. Uh, Darren, I'm a bit of a... I just like what I saw from Ben Getter in her trial, but she's just out to $7 now. Um, well, any, any take yeah, on Ben Yeah, that was nice Getter's work. Trial? Yeah, she trialled at Newcastle uh, and, and showed good speed there as well. And I like the fact when Brenton Abdullah, or sorry, um, the rider that morning, felt for the filly, there was a really good response there. The only okay. thing about that trial, Rich, was the fact that the third horse out of the trial started at about a 30-to-1 chance at Kempsey and was well beaten. So I don't know if the trial form is good, but she did look like she did it pretty comfortably, albeit on synthetic, and that's <coughs> so hard to get a guide on these synthetic tracks, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what Chris Lee's pretty much said this morning. He said she's a natural, but um, yeah, we'll soon find out when she hits the turf today. Uh, we have a really good staying race on the program here, Hurls, this afternoon. It's the NZB Insurance, the Beaufort. We have a, a question, um, one of our listeners around the Beaufort. Can we have a market, please, Hurls, for race four here today? Yeah, Cucaracha has been easy since the market opened at three forty, four eighty this morning. Now five dollars. We've got Fun Fact thirteen to ten, Chalkstream eight to eight fifty, fifteen for Sound of Cannons. Uh, our candidate now it went up eleven dollars Wednesday at seven fifty to seven today, six to seven now six fifty. Gin Martini Outlandos eleven to twelve, and the favourite is King Frankel. Of course, scratched at the gates last week, which didn't help our cause as far as the uh, multi is concerned. But it went up eight. Dollars. Gee, I don't know how long that price lasted for. Hmm. Might have been a fat fingers <laughs> job there, because uh, it's two seventy to two ninety. Okay. Yes, good luck to uh, the person that got on at the eight dollars. Absolutely. Um, question: uh, They don't put a name to it, but um, how about Atlandos in the Beaufort? Down seven and a half kilos, and finally on a surface and distance that suits Darren. Uh, it wasn't on my short list uh, at Landos, but I guess the last run was good behind Pale King on the on the good rated track as well. Um, I, I'm giving Jim Martini a chance in this. It was a strange tactic, really. Um, last time at Rose Hill, with those leaders going so hard up front and then not to peel off heels and come to the outside early in the straight, 
and then uh, Jim Martini was held up on a number of occasions in the straight. Just want to give her another chance for the lightweight, uh, Robbie Dolan, uh, having a day off performing to uh, right, right in the saddle here today on Jim Martini. And I thought she was the value uh, pick of the race. King Frankel's getting very short now. Um, I mean, I, I do like him. <clears throat> and, geez, it would have been fun to get that early price about him. But at the current price, uh, it's hard to get a little overly excited about uh, King Frankel, but he's going to be very hard to beat. I think, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a good little race, isn't it? So these stayers here. Chantelle, your um, thoughts with the stayers here? My take on Outlandos, look, he went around over 23. He was he went over 2,600, and then he dropped back to 1,900 last time, and I thought he made really good ground, and I thought he worked to the line really strong, suggesting that he's ready to step back out again. It might have just been a tick overrun, just waiting for this type of race, but out to the 2,300, he's got no weight on his back, and if they can make up ground on a, on a firm track today, then there's no reason why he can't be running on. Um, I think King Frankel far too short. I don't think he deserves to be the odds-on favourite. Well, he's not odds-on, but he's really firming in. Um, he, look, he's an on-speed runner. Again, he's got no weight on his back after the claim. That mishap the other day, he's all come back. But I can't see why Sound of Cannons is the outsider of the field. Um, I know he's about 18-ish dollars. I thought he was ready to peak the other day. He was brilliant. He just missed behind Pale King. He's on the seven-day backup. He's a big horse. that He's just needed a lot of um, racing this preparation. So um, I don't see why he can't go uh, put another win back or well, near enough to a win on the board here today. Um, Chalkstream, I've barred him. He's on the bark <laughs> list. He'll probably come out and win today. But in saying that, he is back on a good track and we haven't seen him on one here. Um, he's got very good dry track form over in the UK. So look out, he'll probably win. Fun fact is another one that he loves the dry track as well. So he gets a better surface today. I don't, don't think he backed up last start. He's had a tick over trial in between. I, You know what? For a small field, you could make a strong case about all of them. I know um, Darren made a case about Jin Martini. Her run was good the other day, and this is the first time at the trip, so she was ready to peak the other day. didn't quite go right for her, but um, she's another one that could run well. As I said, you could make a case for all of them. I think it'll just be <laughs> whoever gets the best run and um, yeah, whoever backs up because a few of them are on the backup. Yeah, I agree with your sound of cannons. There's certainly a sense of timing uh, about him for a race like this. But that's uh, that's well, three hundred thousand dollars up for grabs. It's a, it's a great money race. We have a, a question surrounding race number five here, Hurls. It's about one of the roughies in race number five. So if we can get a, a market there for the GavelHouse.com Midway Benchmark seventy two at the mile race five please else yeah well it's a dead set head scratcher for punters here because it's 460 the field now as far as scratchings are concerned more sundays comes out uh deduction there four by five ten by ten wrathful and too good to be true is two by one so sabranco <coughs> up the top's favorite 460 to 440 back to 465 to 550 for annulus mediaro six to seven timpanus 950 to 750 uh, it would move there for Scorched Land. It's twelve to nine fifty. Now trust the process. Forty one dollars when the market first opened. It's now into ten dollars. It's a bit of a move. Just uh, just before we get uh, the comments, uh, we'll go to the question. Uh, Gin Martini was slaughtered last start. Took all the wrong options. Agree with Darren. So we'll get that one out of the way. Thank you. Gee, the I question... people are being a bit harsh on poor Ellen there. God, mm, I know she. Yeah. I know she was held up, but. 
once she did get out, I know the horse probably lost a bit of momentum, but it wasn't as though she flashed late and got beat ahead. I think, geez, mm. I think a few people talking out of their pockets on that one. Oh, that's well. That's that's quite that's quite right, Chantelle. And that's what in this segment is probably what they <laughs> what they are allowed to do. Um, the, the question here is, hi team, love the show, thank you, kind comments. Keen on Casino Mondial today at Nice Odds. Is anyone willing to give it a push there in race number five? Chantel, Casino um, Mondial at, at currently $34 with the tab. Look, he, he just hasn't come back this preparation. He, he's he been running in some handy races, albeit, so... Um, I think back in the day, he had a lot of ability, but he, I know he's got the ability. We just haven't seen it from him. He gets a couple of kilos off, so he goes around 58 on his back. He's fit now. He's a big boy, and he's a, probably another horse that's just taken a few runs to find his fitness. So I'd love to see him run well. He does race well over the mile. He's won up over a little bit further, even tricky gate. But, um, look, I, I couldn't give him a solid push, but if you wanted to have a few dollars each way on him, I, I certainly wouldn't deny you for that. Darren, the the race does have a feel about it. It's got the <laughs> the possibility for an upset. Maybe Casino Mondial could be it. But personally, I I thought the main hopes here was Sabrenko, who's very well drawn. I like the lead up form, and I think the claim there for Zach Lloyd is going to be very important, getting the weight down to fifty five. Uh, Ripped is certainly an interesting runner. Mm. Uh, like the way it went at Kensington at its first start here it was only just warming up when it was all over. So the mile looks as though that's going to be very suitable, and it was placed over a mile in New Zealand as well before coming here. And the other one I was focusing on was, was Annulus. Uh, the last start winner got a pretty soft lead that day at Newcastle, and there's a fair chance that may well happen again. So three, five, and four were the main ones to focus on. Mediaro's got to be a bit of a place chance as well, but it's, um, yeah, it's, a, it's a race I haven't got uh, overly enthused about. Uh, question there's uh, race five, Sydney trainer R.D. Collett. Is he related to Jason Collett, John from Balmain Ars? It's dad, it's isn't it? father. It's the old man. It's his father, yeah. sure? mm. So there you go. There's, um, a lot of Collets around the place at the moment. Quite a few of them making uh, Australia home, and that is great. So let's um, uh, gee, a few questions coming in. We'll just uh, filter through them here. We, we will get to the Hunter in a little while because there's obviously a, a number of questions about the Hunter, so we'll dissect that race. You've got a fan here, Hurls. Uh, G'day, Rich. Firstly, thanks to Hurls for calling out. Now, I know he's not here. I think he's at a wedding today, so he can't defend himself. But thanks to Hurls for calling out Davo over his slight against the JJ Atkins form. She's a belter. was a fill-up. So, and there's a question that goes on from this, and it's referring to race number six, Hurls. Um, if you can get a market ready, please. Question for Chantel, and Darren can have a say as well. And someone else has asked about this horse as well. Um, I like Esty Fenny. Should I head to the tab or my psychiatrist, Brett from Busby? Before we get any comments, Hurls, I might come to you for a, a race six market, please. Yeah, for what it's worth, I gave it a chance at a price as well. Global Osbred, $3.40 to $3. Bonnie Ezra went up $10 on Wednesday afternoon. It's $5.50 this morning, hasn't budged. Just those deductions there, only minimal. 5 by 6 Smirk and Ting Tong, 4 by 5 We go to Pink Ivory. It's solid also at a five fifty quote. Uh, Morris's Midad, 9 to 10 back to nine fifty. Yee Yeehee, 11 to 10 Rondino, 8 to 11 And as far as Esty Fenny is concerned, 18 to, 10, uh, 18 to 17 but did give uh, as much as $23 when the market first opened. Chantel, far away. Yes, 
I could give you a solid push for SD Fanny. I think the fact that he's on a dry track today, he hasn't seen a dry track or preparation. If you go back and look at his form, six of his all six of his wins have been on a good track. He's done absolutely nothing on a soft track. He's never been on a heavy, so he's not going to handle that. But a dry track is all he has wanted. Um, Maddie Smith said at the beginning of the preparation, this was one horse that he was really looking forward to. So. I haven't seen him, obviously, for a little while now. Um, since Everest Day, he went back to... He had a trial and then he went down to Melbourne, so I didn't see him down there. But I think he'll be at the top of his game today and at each way value, I, I can really make a strong case for him. I was struggling to see how he was... He went up $26, actually, um, on my form guide. He's now, what, $15, $16 or something like 17, that. 17 yeah. $17. So I think he's really good each way value. Uh, there's pretty good support here for Pink Ivory. Blink is back on today, so she'll be doing her best work late. I think Global Osbred has been brilliant all preparation. There's been nothing wrong with him. Um, he's looked great in every, each and every run I've seen. He probably deserves to be favourite, and that he is. So he'll take a little bit of beating, but if there's one flashing late, I think it might be the top weight here, Stephanie. So for that punter out there that wants to have a few dollars each way, I can suggest you do. Think, yeah, I wouldn't uh, oppose Estefany either. I've put uh, him in to run fourth, just like the fact that he gets onto a good track today and he's had the, the good grounding of three runs in decent company and now he's coming to a benchmark 88 race at Newcastle. I do like the mare, though, Pink Ivory. Uh, I think we can clearly see now she performs better on these drier tracks and uh, I'm pleased to see the blinkers going back on her today. I thought she was going to run Pale King down last time and it's almost like she had a little think about it. So with the blinkers on, I think she'll savage the line late from Global Osbred who's flying. I think Bonnie Ezra will be hitting the line hard and Estefany. Don't think um, isn't this this is actually hasn't won a race uh, in many years now. Two hundred and thirteen oh, weeks. So what's that? Four years. <laughs> four years. That's right. Yeah, and uh, I don't think too many Budapest winners have have won benchmark eighty eight at Newcastle <laughs> over the years. Don't bear the Budapest form. <laughs> Okay, um, we might grab, um, there's a question there, we're going to get to the features shortly, still again, lots of questions around the spring stakes and and also uh, the Hunter, so we will get to them shortly, but oh, we love a highway, can't believe Dave has on here, he loves the highways more than anyone, but um, Race 2 Hurls is our tab highway today, the dramatist has been the favourite all the way through. What's, uh, what's the latest market here with race two? Yeah, today it's uh, continual support, 420 into 360. But you'd have to say Smoother Spree has been better tried of those two. Now, deductions here, only minimal, a three by five, Mr. Severino, and Mandibos, Seething Seb, a zilch. Now, in relation to Smoother Spree, it went up $12 on Wednesday afternoon, $8 this morning, now to five fifty. But the dramatist also went up at an inflated price, if you like, six. 50, 420 now 360. Jalmari, a 7 to 850. 8 to 850, Sassy's Choice. Radiohead, 11 to 12, now 950. And then we go to Let Me Rain. Dead Set cannot ride a bean on it. Went up 480 on Wednesday, $7 this morning, and now into $11. Lucy from Taramara says, <coughs> I know that it's hard to have a best of the day in the highway, but I'm super keen on smooth esprit today. Is mm. anyone with me? Yeah, 
I think there's, we well, can tell by the market support how much he's firmed. It's the fact that he gets the dry track. He just doesn't go. I mean, he's placed on a on a soft track, but he, he loves it bone dry. And when he won at Rose Hill two starts ago, that's what he got, a good four surface, and he was brilliant. He didn't love the soft track the other day, and he was beaten just under five lengths. Uh, he comes back in trip, which sometimes I don't mind with these hard-fit horses. So he's back to a mile, uh, supports there for him. Tommy Berry picks up the ride with Karen McAvoy not riding. So... He'll get a nice run in transit, and I uh, can see why there's been market support for him. Uh, the dramatist, he, the only thing, with, the only query with him is he, he jumps 12 straight to 1600, second up. I thought his run was brilliant first up. He was really working to the line a little bit further. He probably wins, but I know a mile is what he needs, but it, it is a big jump, but I'm sure. Um, Rod has poured the work into him. He's a horse with a bit of size about him, so I'm sure he'd probably take a bit of work to to come to hand. But um, I, I don't mind him as well. But yeah, smoothest spree. Um, I actually tipped him at Rose Hill the other day. He's a beautiful horse to look at. Loves the bone dry track. So um, yep, I can give him a strong push. I'm filthy. I didn't take the twelve dollars when it was there yesterday. Well, you're giving your opportunity, a very good to. No one else to blame but yourself. <laughs> I know. We were talking about it yesterday afternoon, and here we go. It was $8 this morning, and too worried about getting breakfast, and <laughs> $5.50 now. My goodness. Uh, big chance, big chance, Smooth the Spree. I've got the dramatist on top of Smooth the Spree, and thought the other hope there was Radiohead 5, 7, and 10. And I put Jarmari in for fourth, but I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> Is there enough? <laughs> is there enough pace in the race for Radiohead there, Darren? Because he will get back. And uh, I think there's Sassy a fair amount. Choice. Yeah. yeah, there's enough pace, and one of the quick horses let me reins drawn. The outside barrier, so it'll have to do a bit of work to come across. The emergency that's got to start Barry's lane, that's got a bit of toe. So I think there'll be more than enough pace in the race. It's a highway. There'll be plenty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, let's go to race number seven today. It's the New Zealand Bloodstock, NJC, Spring Stakes, three-year-olds, Group 3 at the mile. Some emerging horses here, Hurls. Where where can you see the money going with your laptop for our feature race for the three-year-olds? Yeah, save a date for me. Just a fraction easy this morning, 290 to 320. Now, Robusto, uh, it went up $8 on Wednesday afternoon. Gee, we've had a few here today uh, that they've shopped early. 5 to $4.20. We've got uh, Red in here, $5 and solid. 650 to 750 uh, for Kazalak. And then we go to Basque, uh, 10 A little bit of a Pushed to eight fifty this morning, although it went up six dollars when the market first opened. And token capitalist uh, ten dollars today hasn't budged, but went up fifteen dollars on Wednesday afternoon. Robusto has been the best back there, Rich. Um, Kathy from Parramatta says, uh, "Team that I, I want to be with Basquiat today. Just not sure how he's really going, but the price is appealing." Darren Basquiat, where are we at with this horse, well, and what's your overall take on the spring stakes? <coughs> I've always had a lot of time for Basquiat, but as time goes on, I'm not sure if I can really uh, keep following him too seriously. I like Robusto the day he won there. That's the day that Saturn Star uh, was involved in an incident in the gates and the stewards declared it a non-runner and there were substantial deductions off the $21 about Robusto, but he lengthened really well over the 1,300 metres. I thought he was a bit unlucky at Warwick Farm prior to that. And uh, stepping up to the mile today, I've got him on top. The booking of James McDonald's a, a big positive there. I think the the John O'Shea 
Uh, three oil goes all right. Save a date for me. That one with a lot of authority at Goulburn on the quick track there last time. So I think it's well above average, and I'm quite prepared to put it in the exotics. And I thought Casalark was the other key chance along with Basquiat. So my order is two, three, six, and one. But the the value's really disappearing now about Robusto today. Mm. Chantel. Uh, Basquiat, look, I've dropped off him because he's just, in saying that, he is coming back in great. I don't think it's an overly strong spring stake um, if he's going to get his Group 3 win, it could be today. He's had a lot of racing, his preparation. He's a very hard fit horse. But he just hasn't, he just hasn't been firing enough. So um, I couldn't tip him strong. Robusto is it fact that is he being backed because James McDonald's on him? I don't know. I thought the win was good the other day. Um, it's funny enough, he was $21 or 20 something dollars in the yard. And I, I picked him because he was. Um, third up and he was peaking and literally two seconds before I um, gave my selection I changed and of course he came out and won but um, he, he looked ready to step up to the mile for the first time I thought save a date for me was brilliant it's not easy going from a maiden straight to a class two and then winning it with such authority as Darren mentioned he won by four lengths and he um, he looked good in doing so so he steps up I don't mind Kazalark he's a horse that I've always had an opinion of his trials were brilliant. They scratched him so many times before he debuted, and maybe the heights he'd go off him after he debuted at Rose Hill. He was he was fresh in the yard. I think he half ran his race before he stepped out on the track there, but he, he was pretty good at Hawkesbury. He's very green. Um, he'll get a good run in transit, so I, I kind of like him. As I said, it's not the strongest race. A few nice chances, but um, I'd have to lean probably Kazalak at this stage and Robusto, the, the two Waller runners. Okay, fair enough. Let's let's get Richard. Uh, in uh, regards to uh, the the query about Casino Mondial um, a little while ago, um, for that person interested in backing this horse, it's probably the good news has just come through. They intend to be further forward today, drawn the outside barrier, mm. and quite often that's when Casino Mondial's on his best races. Is right up on the mm. speed, and they've got the top local apprentice Dylan Gibbons on. So. It might be worth a little spec there at the big price. Definitely now if they're going to push forward for sure. Race 10, number 5, Kedar, to be ridden further forward as well. Race 8 at Newcastle today is the million dollar, uh, the Hunter Hurls, and we're going over the 1,300 metres. The more I look at this market, every time I look at it, it's, uh, it appears more open. Who is the favourite at the moment? Yeah, it's zigged and zagged, and yeah, it's been all over the shop since the market opened. Uh, Villana's the favourite, $5 to four forty today. In the Congo's four forty to five fifty. I'm really surprised about this drift for both In the Congo and Apache Chase. Apache Chase only seven fifty out to eight today, but they went up six dollars. Uh, uh, eleven eleven nine fifty to ten, back to nine fifty. Uh, Skyman's 13 to 12 went up 15. 19 to 14 overpass. Bandersnatch 14 to 16 back to 14. Now he'd opened up at $26 as well. Gemsong 17 to 15. Gravina uh, 16, no change. And that's pretty much the tail of the tape. Yeah, both of these, uh, well, Valana aside, in the Congo, Apache Chase have all been a bit soft, which, <coughs> which I'm surprised because everywhere you looked during the week, most people were tipping uh, one or the other. Okay, so a few questions here, um, a few comments from our texters. So I'll go, I'll go with the first one. I'll let Chantel and Darren give their thoughts on the race. And if you haven't mentioned any of these horses that the texters want to know about, we'll, we'll come to them. Hi, old Gemsong. A few Gemsong texters here. Hi, old Gemsong in the Hunter. 
does he have the class to worry these? I think so. Your thoughts from Nigel. Chantel, gem song and your overall take on the hunter. I thought he made really nice ground in the Sydney Stakes over 1,200 the other day. He's got a good second-up record. He's back at his home track. He's raced well here before. He's had three goes here for two wins, albeit a much easier company. But um, he, yeah, I, I could make a little case for him second-up. He loves the firm track. He's, well, five of his seven wins have all been on the good surface. So he's won over the trip before, placed on it over the trip a couple of times. So, yep, I could uh, definitely give a push for Gem Song. Um, I like Valana. If I had to choose uh, one to put on top, it would be Valana. Forget the Golden Eagle. He drew 20. It was never going to map well for him. He got a, He went back. He ran on OK. He was beaten about four and a half lengths. But um, his win in the Silver Eagle was brilliant based on the fact that he was he was big in the yard. He had plenty of improvement to come. He was always going to, to run much better second up. But as I said, forget that run. He's third up today. He'll be fit. He's, um, I think it looks a perfect race for him. He'll settle just off the speed there um, from gate nine. Nash is on, so I like Solana. Uh, Darren, before you dive in with your thoughts on the hunter, we, we want to hear them. Just quickly, Hurls, we're, we're almost live uh, for this multi, so I, I, might, I might just give you the chance to re- re- reveal the horses, reveal the dividend, and um, let people know how to, how to get on. We'll come back to Darren's hunter thoughts shortly, but we're... We're pretty close here with the multi, I think. Yeah, and Ben Dixon from the Tabs just giving us an even better price than what was first going to be out, which will be uh, music to Smacker's ears from Canberra. Thanks much. <laughs> Every time I see that, that name, Smacker's, it's a beauty. All right, so today's Behind the Gates multi is as follows. Race three, number one, French Bonnet. Race four, number eight, King Frankel. Race seven, number three, save a date for me. And race eight, number one, Apache Chase. $7 for all of those runners to run top four. And as usual, go to Sports Today's offers, and it will be Wooshka. It will be there in around about ooh, 60 seconds. So uh, get on. So, yeah, we get a few people, as I said, every week. We're damned if we do, damned if we don't. We went short last week, but it was irrelevant because King Frankel was scratched at the gates. But we're getting a nice, juicy $7 today, maximum bet 25 Darren, Gem Song, and how do you think the hunter will go down today? Well, I was the one that put in Apache uh, Chase uh, for our multi uh, today. I just think in the Congo leads for fun, and Apache Chase comes across and sits right behind it, and I think they'll probably break clear uh, coming to the turn, but I think uh, what Apache Chase has been doing uh, this preparation has been good enough to be winning a race like this today and he just loves these dry tracks as well, Jim Byrne coming down for the ride yet again, so Apache Chase on top I thought the danger at the end might be Valana, I'll certainly be watching out for a big finish from Valana, the gate just put him out of play on uh, the Golden Eagle, <laughs> drawing 20 at Rose Hill, it's, it's a big ask but he got home really well, so Apache Chase from Valana and then I think in the Congo will be very competitive and probably run the third, and uh, I put Jem Song in on the on the fourth line. He is a Group Three winner at the track, having won the Newmarket last year, and he's won two of his three starts at the track. So it must be respected as well, Jem Song. They were the only ones I was entertaining uh, okay. from a quality point of view as well. Brief comments about a couple of other horses here, Chantel and Darren. Um, was I wants to know about brutality, Chantel? 
It's um, a run. Brutality is having, well, I'm not saying he's having a run, but follow him next start in the gong because he will be on the quick backup. He'll be doing his best work late. He'll be flashing late. He'll have the, the uh, flashing lights on him, but follow him in the gong next start. That's my tip for him. Any thoughts there, Darren, on brutality? Oh, I agree. Uh, wait for the gong next week. I've already had a little play on him uh, for the race when when you, when when there was a, a number of defections, high-profile horses pulling out from the gong. And I thought, well, he's probably the one for next week. Brutality. Uh, that's going to be an easier race than this. Josh is heading down from Tamworth for the Hunter Race Day. Good on you, Josh. Get her in one piece. Thoughts on Bandersnatch in the Hunter? Where does he get to in his chance, Chantel? Bandersnatch. Yeah, he could. He could change. His run the other day was okay. Um, he drops back. I just don't know if he's a genuine miler, but he's coming back to 1300, which will suit him. So um, he loomed there. He looked half a chance, halfway up the straight, but he just didn't see it out. So um, definitely back to 1300 or suit him down to the ground. And he has won on the track before. Or be, I think it was his maiden, actually, that he won at Newcastle mm. but a very, and a very long time ago. But uh, he, we'll see an improvement from him. Darren? Yeah, I wouldn't be too tough on him uh, for the fact he finished midfield in the in the big dance. Uh, him and Hosier, my goodness, the amount of work Hosier did and Bandersnatch did a stack of work as well, so he had to knock up there at the end. With a more economical run from the better draw today, um, he, he might nick a place. And uh, Scott, I'm, I'm with Scott from Yamba here. Good spot, Yamba. Oh, yeah. Had oh, a I'm Bucks party. Yamba next week, actually. Oh, outstanding. Oh. Had a Bucks party up there. Oh. Um, good spot. Just wanting to... Overpass, he says. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Overpass? No one's talking about him. I don't mind him today. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Rachel got off him and said he didn't see out the 1500. Um, I mean, this is a horse that was, you know, went around in an Everest two starts ago and he was... a, a I know he's about a $41 chance on that occasion, but, yeah, we're quick to forget about him just because he ran poorly in the Golden Eagle, but in saying that he didn't he didn't see it out. So 1,300, he'll be, I don't know, she probably has to, I don't know if she has to use him up too much from a wide draw, but he gets tongue-tie on today. Um, he's another one that's really fit. So, um, yeah, we kind of forgot about him. I was happy to let him go because of the draw. It's a big ask. Yeah. And um, two, it's thirteen hundred meters. It's a pretty yeah. short run to the first turn. Okay, uh, this is a great segment, team. Excellent insights. Thank you for that. I like ingratiating today. Back to a dry track. Good Barry, nicely weighted. Ingratiating. Um, does he figure anywhere, Chantel? Um, I haven't got him anywhere. I thought he was pretty plain in the Everest. He was run off his feet. He couldn't keep up. Um, he's since trialed. His trial was good enough. He wasn't asked to do a great deal. Um, look, I couldn't make a case for him though. No. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, I was okay. a little more polite. Now. No. Okay. <laughs> now, just before we let uh, Darren and Chantel get on their way, um, uh, we're going to go to race nine here, and I might leave hurls out for a moment. Uh, just, just, if I can interrupt for a yeah. sec, be very quick with this uh, behind the gates offer because it's just about gone. Okay. Um, thank you, hurls. John O'Shea's horses, race nine, Waihaha Falls and Coat Hill. Um, just the thoughts on those horses in race nine, Darren. Um, I think they're first and second favourite at the moment. Yes, I think there's only three hopes in that way. Ha-Ha Falls looks really, really hard to beat. If Cotill can get control of the lead again, he could be a chance. Although, I think with Cole Crush and Titanium Power in the race, it's 
probably unlikely Coteal gets complete domination, as was the case last time. If they go along at a good enough speed, watch out for him. His run was an absolute cracker in the last at Rose Hill. Democracy manifest. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was a huge run. Um, mm. Waihaha Falls, I think he'll be extremely hard to beat. His run first up in the Sydney Stakes was brilliant. Uh, Coteal, he's not going to be able to control the race because you've got the two pride runners being Cold Crusher and Titanium Power. Uh, have a spec on Lock Eagle. I think we'll see the best of him today mm. back on his home track. Um, he's at double figures, so I could make a bit of a case for him. But I tell you what, uh, Waihaha Falls will be hard to beat. Uh, and tell us more about the Bucks party. Richard shan't be doing that. Uh, Richard, can we get your thoughts on race 10, please, before we let uh, Darren and Chantel get to the track because race one is not far away. Um, race 10, Chantel, if you could just uh, go to your form guides. there any overall thought? I think commanding might have been pretty well back to you. Adjourn as well to look at. Um, it's a tricky race. Or I think Syndicato could run a, a, a good race now that he's fit. Um... Or I don't. Oh, this race has it's got me stumped. Adjourned. Um, I don't know anything about him. He's been well supported. He comes out of quarantine with light infantry. Are we getting carried away with him? I don't know. Sometimes with these imports, we can. Winker's first time. Yeah, I don't know about adjourned. And I, I really, I, I'm stumped on this last race. Sorry, over to you, Darren. <laughs> can you try? It's okay, we've covered well, some ground, Chantel. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, my roughie of the day goes around here in the last Vusatish. Uh, liked the way he was trialling for his new trainer, Robert Quinn, prior to his first run back there at Kensington. And I liked the way he warmed up there at the end. I think around the $15 mark from a better gate here. He could be a little each way bet in a race that I, I just couldn't get a grip on. I think Syndicato's last run was a lot better, uh, which I found encouraging because... He's always trialled like a really good horse, but he just hasn't produced it at the races. But that last run was much better. I wonder what goes on with Tony B. Is this ever actually going to run a race, or is he just I, an ornament? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I should have mentioned that. Well, it doesn't matter as, as so much as it's scratched. The second that market went up on Wednesday afternoon, we wrote bets at 17, 14, and 11. But as uh. I said, irrelevant now. It's not, it's not going around, but it it's really caught my that eye. that many times. Mm. Okay, and just just lastly, yes or no on two hunter horses we haven't spoken about. Uh, so, Chantel, yes or no on Skyman? No. Darren? No. Yes or no on eleven eleven Chantel? Ah, uh, can we go on maybe? Of course you can. I, I'll go halfway. I'm not going to say yes or no, but I know his main target will be the Magic Millions. And that's the reason I'd, I'd probably say no today. He's certainly capable of it, but that's right. The, the, the Gold Coast is his mission again. Okay. Chantel, thank you. What a great day of racing ahead. Sky Thoroughbred Central for all your yard insights. Thanks for joining us on Behind the Gates. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you all again soon. Good on you, and uh, and Darren. Um, might just for our listeners, we might um, you know grab your best bet and, and value bet on the day. And if you have any any quaddy um, uh, numbers handy, if you could shoot them through to us as well, please. Yeah, my my best bet's going to be race six, number twelve, Pink Ivory. Race six, number twelve. I'll make her my best. I made I put Apache Chase in the multi for the fact that uh, one of the boys yesterday put Pink Ivory in 
I think Chris Roots did actually. So that ruled me out of play there for the for the multi. Uh, the value bet is Vucetish in the last race ten number fourteen. My quaddy numbers race seven. Uh, two Robusto, three Save a Date for me, and six Kazalark, two, three, six. In the Hunter, one Apache Chase, five in the Congo, and six Valana. In race nine, Wayhaha Falls, number one, along with 18 Democracy Manifest, one and 18. And in the last, uh, number nine, Syndicato, 11 Adjourn, just. I don't know what to expect out of a germ, but the money's there. 12 commanding and 14 Vucetish, 9, 11, 12 and 14. Just quickly, Darren, Jojo was a man. Question, uh, just a quick comment for our listener on uh, Jojo was a man. $11, what is it, race 9, number 8? Race 9. Getting, get, uh, will, will he need this today, do you reckon? I thought his trial was, was good enough that he could uh, be competitive and he's twice a winner first up. The booking of Nash uh, certainly gets your attention. I certainly wouldn't be saying no. Um, maybe I should have another look at him later when I am putting the quaddy on. He might be worth a look. But I just think way half half all is a different class in that race. Okay. And just about Brigantine, um, someone asking where he's going next. But we'll chase that up for you as far as Brigantine goes. Thank you, Darren. We'll let you go. We'll see you trackside shortly. Yep, will do. I'll get on my bike. Good man. We've just... If we're delayed with a race caller for the first race, it is our fault here on Behind the Gates. But he'll be right. He'll get here. He'll have a driver waiting downstairs, I would imagine, the hurls of jockeys, challenges, I dare say, all sorts of deals. What are we doing on the first couple of races again today, Hurls? Is there something happening there or not? Yeah, there most certainly is. We've got a stack of offers today. Behind the Gates Multi still open, but won't be for much longer. Uh, now, I can tell you, today we've got jackpots, we've got all sorts of things, and I'll just get the these uh, latest markets for you. Right, uh, Saturday, races one to three, run second or third, Newcastle, Cranbourne and Doombin. And you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50 if your horse runs a second or third. And you've also got a 10% exotics boost today. Venue mode exclusive on any Quinella, Exacta, Trifecta and First Four. So uh, that is a venue mode exclusive there. A 10% exotics boost in bets up in bonus bets up to $100. Jockey's challenge today. Tommy Berry, the favourite, at $3.00. J-Mac, been the first time for a while that he hasn't been the chart topper. He's at three thirty. Huey Bowman at $8, as is the any other jockey option. We've got eight fifty. Jason Collett, Nashua Willer at 12 13 Tyler Schiller and Reese Jones. So head to tab for all those details. Really looking forward to it. Uh, are you hanging around, Rich, or are you heading back? I am heading back. I'm heading back. Via Merriweather um... Beach. Uh, well, you never know. Through yeah. the boardies in. It's nice, yeah. nice day. But I, hey, anyone die, worth I, their salt <laughs> always has uh, some boardies and a uh, beach towel in the boot. I'd like to be staying, but I wish the club and uh, look. They won't need any luck today. They've got a massive crowd here. It's yeah, going to be an enormous day. Perfect track, great racing. So, like to be staying, but um, not to be today. Unfortunately, hills. Never mind. It's the way the mop flops. Exactly. Great to see such a good crowd there uh, for Snake Gully Cup yesterday mm. too. That was uh, extraordinary that they even got the meeting underway. But um, yeah, that was uh, great to see uh, just across the board, isn't it? We forget uh, that only a couple of years ago we couldn't get to the races. So it's well, fantastic. Finally, across, across a bit like last week, across the board, good fours. And we haven't had yeah, to exactly. say that for a while. Mm. So, you know. 
tracks that um, should suit. You know, I know there are some you know, round wet trackers and horses like those kinds of conditions, but by and large, we want to be racing on good, fair tracks. Um, we will speak next Saturday or during the week, certainly. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, have a good day and good luck to all the punters out there. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Okay, thank you, Hurls. Andrew Hurley there. Behind the gates, we do this every Saturday morning at around about 10 past 10. Big thanks to Shanta Buckley. She was off the bench today. She would, you know, she's got central commitment shortly, but she um, she's great as always to... Uh, get our thoughts, and uh, we do fire you know, quick fire questions uh, to uh, to Darren and Brad and Chantel, and they they come up with their thoughts. And a big thanks to all of those who text in to be part of behind the gates this morning. We appreciate it, and uh, just uh, you know maybe a little bit of a different roundtable discussion way of looking at the day's races as we are close to race time. Our first race here is a tick over an hour away, so hers can get the latest prices and. It's, uh, it's right up to date, that behind-the-gates discussion.